world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Welcome, everybody, to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee. My name is Vince Tagluvia. I am here with my co-host, Andrea Kreft. This is a little show where we sit down with our Morning Coffee, and we join you in looking over the news and events of the morning, so we know what the hell's going on as we get into our days. Uh, we're live, did I say the time, every day, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. And this is what we do. I hope you're all ready to get into it. Today is June 7th, 2022. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Sun's out. Kevin's awake. Andrea. Yay. How you doing? Andrea's awake. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm here. I'm like, I had to think about the day for a second. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, it is. I know. I don't know how how we teleported to almost midway through june but here we are not quite midway but we're getting there for sure yeah almost. It's, uh, a crazy crazy day um yeah but the sun is shining it's um spring almost summer oh it's almost summer yeah We're about two weeks until summer huh good googly moogly yeah um, yeah interesting um other than that, there's not much going on. So no, not much. Well, <clears throat> not much going on. There's a lot going on in the world. There's not a lot going on with me. No. <laughs> so. Oh, with you. I was going to say, we're just like approaching the precipice. Everything's cool. Nothing unexpected. 
you know. <laughs> right? We're, we already all know what's coming. We know yeah. what's going to happen. We, um, we're prepared. We are capable. We're ready. So bring it on. Trying to find what I need to find this morning. Still opening my articles because I'm kind of just like having one of those mornings. Are you? <laughs> yeah, where I'm like not very good at multitasking today. <laughs> so oh, that's all right. It's okay. Good morning, everybody. I see you. Yeah. I see you over there and all the chats filtering in. Um, if you're on over there on Rumble, please hit those little plus signs, left clicky, left click on the little plus. That gives us uh, bragging rights and warm fuzzies and helps us with the algorithms. So we appreciate that. Um, before we get started real quick, just pay some bills, get that out of the way. If you guys, a lot of people sometimes ask, how do we support you? Do I put my credit card information into rumble do i put it into what do i do do i d live pilled what yeah you can do any of those things but also if you want another method we do have redpills.tv slash go that is our give send go where you can support red pill project and mm -hmm. decentralized news media and entertainment so if you go to redpills.tv slash go you can check it out pray you could select the pray button. You could select the share button, or you could support us directly with the donate button. And we appreciate that greatly. Without you guys, we couldn't continue to do this with you guys using our sponsors and donating to us or putting your comments in through DLive with a small donation. Uh, we will monitor that as well. So we could, uh, if you want to get a message across, we certainly will see that uh, during any live show. So thank you all for your continuous support with the Red Pill Projects shows. Yeah. redpills.tv slash go yep means a lot uh, to us you know that you guys are out there and we've got one of the greatest audiences i think on the the internet we do and um you know we just we appreciate you guys so yeah. and everything that you do to you know help us and support us because without you that we wouldn't be doing this yeah i have a ton of fun with with all of you um last night we had a chat on the red pill app socialredpill.com you know, and we had what six, seven people about just in there shooting the stuff, talking about everything, and uh, I stayed up too late again. But <laughs> that happens. I wasn't <laughs> so on there. Fun. I was putting furniture together, so you should all be thankful that I wasn't on there because um, anytime you put furniture together, there's swearing involved. So, <laughs> yeah part of life <laughs> that tends to happen yeah <laughs> especially when you get instructions and it, it was funny because it, everything is made out of particle board anymore and yeah. i get it we're sitting on the sitting on the floor trying to put this cart kitchen cart thing together and um i'm like god what is that smell i'm like i'm like i know it's not my rugs because i just shampooed my rugs uh -oh. and i'm like so we, I'm like, well, whatever it is, you know, I can't do anything about it. So we get the kitchen cart all put together. It's like 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock by the time we get this stupid thing done. Get it moved, and I go to open it up to put the shelf inside of it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like it's this thing that smells. Shelf? <laughs> it was no, the kitchen cart itself. Oh. And I'm like, it just it smelled. It's the glue and the particle board and stuff, and it all just smelled kind of fishy. And I was like, no wonder my cat was rubbing all over it. Like he loved it. So, 
I'm like, well, you can definitely tell it came from China. <laughs> oh no! Ugh. Yeah, it's just it, I that was a joke. Um, it's, <laughs> it's the glue. It's the chemicals that they use in making the particles. <laughs> like made in China. Oh my god, that's funny. But I'm not racist. <laughs> no, I just like to laugh, and so <laughs> it's a joke. Okay, we've got news. We've got news. Um, we're going to jump into it. We're going to start with finance. And you know what? Finance is complicated. It's like a whole other language. Um, I don't pretend to be a financial expert by any means because, you know, Andrea and I, we're just your average Joe and average Jane. We're here to do our best to interpret this shit show. And the reality of it is, if you look at the media, all you have to do is grab a coin out of your pocket and flip that coin to see if this is fake news or real. So you pretty much have the chance of knowing reality by doing that method. Um, so it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. We do our best here, but we do appreciate your feedback in um, the comments in the live chat on Facebook later or on uh, Rumble's a good place to leave comments after the fact as well or during the show. And then those comments stick around and we can address them. So if there's anything you agree with us on, leave a comment. If there's something that we're completely off on, leave a comment. Um, you know, leave comments. It helps us with the algorithm and all that. So we appreciate it. Let's jump into, uh, oh yeah, so I was saying, economy, uh, finance. I can balance the checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I know how to, yeah, I, I learned that. Hey, well, I don't do it though. But anyway. Um, <laughs> can but don't. Yeah, don't be exactly. crazy. Exactly, I know how. <laughs> but, like, um, who does that? My mom still does that. <laughs> finance? Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, every month she just balances her checkbook. <laughs> She's like, when was the last time you did this? I'm like, I don't know, 12 years ago. <laughs> That's not too bad. Hey, so finance is kind of like its own beast. It's its own set of terms. It's its own thing. And there's even like different parts of finance in the finance world and stock market and trading where it's like, the stock trading guys don't really talk to the options trading guys, and they don't really talk to the forex guys. It's all kind of different, different realms of expertise, yeah. and it's complicated for the average Joe like us, right? So I have some really simple charts and depictions that is just going to walk <laughs> us right through finance this morning, and we're oh, going to fucking get it. And we're going to move on to the other stuff. <laughs> this is like finance for dummies with pictures and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So finance. Was, I like pictures. <laughs> yeah. Finance was easy for me this morning to start off here. S&P 500 is basically flat up 0.03%. Dow is up 0.01%. NASDAQ is up 0.05%. We're waiting. We're waiting. Whatever happens next is going to determine up or down for the short term. Um, Crude oil is at $119.13. Gold is $1,853. Still. Silver, $22.18. Still. Not much uh, of a move there, is it? No. And if you guys are interested in investing into silver and gold, we do have a sponsor, Kirk, Dr. Kirk Elliott at getgoldtoday.com. You could uh, get a free consultation with Dr. Kirk Elliott, our good friend, at getgoldtoday.com. Um Bitcoin is at 29,822, dropped 4.7% today. Holy crackers. Um, onward. Here's one picture for us. 
Um, pretty little chart and this is the monthly mortgage increase after rba today and what's possible for december increase in monthly mortgage repayment so the light blue dot on the left hand column is after today's 50 point uh 50 point rise base point basis point thank you um which is basically half percent increase and then it goes to the possible increase by december 2022 Assuming RBA delivers 200 BP of further hikes priced by market, which is an assumption we are making. So right now, if you have a 100 or let's start here. If you have a $500,000 loan, you are paying anywhere from a hundred over a hundred dollars more on your mortgage and could pay potentially up to $600 more by December. Wow. If you have a $1 million house, you're probably paying almost $300 more, unless you have a fixed fixed loan or something, right? I don't know. You're potentially yeah. paying $300 more by December. Theoretically, you could be paying up to $1,200 more on that loan. Yeah. This is absolutely absurd. And this is based on ANZ research. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Inflation is hitting everywhere. And it's all part of their agenda. You know, they want you broke, homeless, cold, sick. Most people live beyond their means or right at that place where they pay all their bills and they don't have very much money left. So unless people have planned and li- lived well below their means or you're just filthy rich, let's get real. Uh, you know, <laughs> unless you're living well within your means, this is going to absolutely get your house taken away. Yeah. Or a lot of people are going to lose their properties. Yeah, it's very possible. And I, I think that the majority of people don't understand where this is headed. Yes. They, um, you know, so keep that in mind. If you're looking at, you know, currently buying a house, um, you know, keep keep this in mind and make sure that, you know, if you're like, oh, well, we can afford it, but, you know, things are going to be really tight. Maybe look at a cheaper house, something that's a little bit smaller. Um you know, it, it's, I'm one of those, I'd rather have a crummy little house to live in that I can afford that I, I'm going to be able to keep Yeah. than a great big fancy house that shows everybody, oh, look how well I'm doing. And then I lose it. Right? Same. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously house prices are extraordinarily high right now. Um, that's good for a lot of people. I mean, if you, if you buy your home 10 years ago, and for let's say one hundred and forty thousand dollars, and today it's worth three hundred thousand dollars. You know, uh, you're going to get a good chunk of change by selling your house, right? Mm-hmm. Take that money, put it back in, keep your mortgage low, reinvest it. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to pay off all my credit card debt. You know, don't do that. Invest it in your home, invest it in your property, because putting that money. And I'm not a financial advisor, and I'm not giving financial advice. I guess I should say well, this is what I would do. Yeah if I were in that position of having sold a house and, you know, made a good amount of money on it is I would reinvest into my next property. Yeah. Um, Definitely make a strategy there and be smart and talk to a lot of people. As great as it is to be able to pay off your credit card debt, you got to remember that you're going to have to borrow that extra money that you would be able to put towards your house. You're going to have to borrow it because you don't have it because you paid off your credit card debt. So now it's basically just, transferring one debt to another debt. You know, and you're going to end up paying the interest rates on it and stuff. So, yeah. And 
credit card debt is it's unsecured so you don't have any assets behind it no it's pretty not a great thing to have yeah and your house is an asset um russia bans more americans including janet yellen from entry well that's because she's dumb and she's they're like keep her out of here she's like that crooked uh they're banning a lot of Americans, and most of them are in our government. Yeah, that's or our tied to our government. That's our Treasury Secretary, by the way. That is why we're mentioning it now. Yeah, they did this to everybody, and they keep on adding to the list. So this is uh, U.S. gas prices for dummies uh, in our new segment <laughs> called "No Shit Sherlock." <laughs> <laughs> I like this new segment. <laughs> And here are the prices of gas under Obama, you know, hitting $4, just an absolute disgrace and a terrible time in American history as we look back. Trump yeah. absolutely yeah. fixed it right just away. Plummeted, yeah. Life was beautiful. And even just before he left, it was really low, kind of where it was at in the beginning. Under two bucks. Yeah. And then Biden comes in and really fucks everything up, worse than it's ever been fucked up in history. And now it's higher than it was under Obama. And it's still going up. Obama's so proud. I know. His little baby Biden has grown up. So this is why people say fuck Joe Biden and thank you, Obama. Sarcastic. I'll just say this, though. I I really think that this isn't Biden's presidency. It's Obama's third term of president. It's certainly something. Yeah, something's happening. (laughs) Could be, could be, could be, uh. Hussein pulling some strings for sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, okay. Let's jump into a little bit of uh, U.S. news here. That's all we got for our finance. We hope you liked our charts and our pictures. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was like, these, you know what? This explains it perfectly. Let's just look at this. <laughs> uh, it's not good, y'all. Uh, get ready. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so what do we have? What's going on? Go. Yeah, go. Oh, my gosh. Our, our producer is drunk. <laughs> Jesus. He Sorry. needs to be fired. I had a no. Biden moment. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Mexican president calls for American super state open borders. Ay, ay, so, ay, amigo. No yeah. bueno. No. Mexico's president is reviving calls for a continental super state that would combine North America and North American employers and South American employees and sideline tens of millions of middle class Americans. I will go in July to visit President Joe Biden at the White House and I want to discuss with him the issue of the integration of all America. President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador said at a press conference in Mexico's presidential palace. He continued, my position is that just as how the, how the European community was created, we have to do that in America. So we basically want to create no, another don't. EU. No, we don't. <laughs> it says, however, any unification could only come after the United States and Southern countries resolve their disagreements. He said, there has to be a change in the policy, an end to confrontation, an end to hate, an end to threats, the blockades the foreign interference, and choose brotherhood, good neighbor policies. 
The same continent-wide superstate was pushed in 2001 by G.W. Bush and Mexico's then-president, Vincent Fox. Their unpopular mm -hmm. Any Willing Worker plan would have allowed U.S. employers to easily import low-wage employees from Central and South America. It was derailed following the 9-11 attacks. Of course, we all know that George Bush was a globalist. Yep. And he's like, I have a very mm -hmm. good relationship with President Biden. He's a good man. In this case, I feel that there are a lot of pressures on the part of Republicans and above all from some leaders of the Republican Party and also in the Democrat Party that has to do with the Cuban community in Florida and the United States. So basically, he's saying that whites and Cubans have a problem with Mexicans and that we're all racist and that we need to end racism and open up the border completely no. and allow all their migrant workers to come work in the U.S. and take all of our jobs because we're racist and don't deserve them. You know what? Spoiler alert. We have everything in common with all the people around the world have so much in common. And that is that we all just want what the be what's best for our friends and families and our neighborhoods and freedom to do whatever the fuck we want. Rightly so. So, yeah, yeah you know what? We all are going to unite and all these commies are going to fucking go home, go away, <laughs> go to put put yeah. put on your orange jumpsuits and get the hell out. Like, that's what yeah. people need to unite over. He's absolutely right. Yeah. And all the division is coming from the corrupt systems. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's retarded. He yeah. shut so his mouth. he's calling for immigration reform, and he says that they're not going to remain silent anymore in the face of insults to immigrants and Mexicans. We love Mexicans. <clears throat> oh yeah, I love I immigrants. Don't have, I don't like terrorists. Right. I think that we need good immigration laws and rules. Yeah. When it comes to that, um, any Mexican that wants to come to the United States, you do it legally, and I will welcome you all day long. And I will treat you just like any other American citizen. Um, you think, you think now if the situation was reversed, you think if I snuck into Mexico and stole a Mexican's job, the Mexicans would be happy with me for doing that? Probably not. No, they'd be like, fucking bitch ass white girl. They'd be girl like, fuck a white here. girl? Why is she down here? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, seriously. Sure. It's like, they're not going to bend over backwards and be like, oh, let me learn English and accommodate you and give you yeah. my job. Don't let they're me... going to be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Right? So how is this any different? It's not. You know? It's, it's stupid. It's fake news. If I want to immigrate to Mexico and become a Mexican citizen and get a job and do what I need to do to integrate myself into Mexican society, then, you know, I will do it legally. I'm not asking yeah. for anything different on the other end of things. If you right. want to come into my country, do it legally. Learn my language, you know. Um, don't expect me to cater to your culture and your language and your needs. If you want to be an American, be an American. That's it. Bottom line. There you go. You want to go ahead. Keep speaking Spanish, but learn English. All right. Yep. Want to swear at your children in Mexican? Go for it. Spanish. <laughs> I know it was a joke. Oh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, uh, it was a bad joke. No, it's. I'm just in one of those moods this morning. <laughs> Um, moving on here, the latest flailing attempt to slow soaring energy costs. Biden invokes Defense Production Act to push green agenda. Of course he does, because he is deeply involved with the green agenda, along with his cronies, and they benefit the most from this shitty move that really fucks everyone over like you and me. 
and it's unsustainable, unreasonable, and ridiculous. Here's a couple key points. You have something? Yeah, I was going to say the fact that he's using the Defense Production Act is very concerning because mm-hmm. you usually only do that under a state of emergency, and there's not been a state of emergency actually declared on our infrastructure or our energy grid. This is an abuse of his power, stolen presidential powers, and the latest drop in the ocean response to a massive looming energy cost crisis that has resulted from out-of-control money printing and geopolitical volatility. They created this problem, but don't worry, they have things to solve it. The purpose of the presidential determinations is to, quote, accelerate domestic production of five key energy technologies, solar, transformers, and electric grid components, heat pumps, insulation, and electrolyzer fuel cells, and platinum group metals, the release says. Oh, you mean everything that you're invested in? Huh. Yeah. I wonder what kind of trading happened with the cronies, Nancy, Drunken Pelosi, and everybody else who trades stocks, and somehow they find the exact bottom and went before they buy their long call positions and make millions. What kind of trading did we see before he put this into action? Hmm. I bet a lot. They're, they're, yeah. Ugh. Nobody likes this green bullshit. We all know it's no. a scam. Well, yeah, and he's doing it because he but he sits to benefit a lot from that. Yeah. And, um, and you Hunter, know. Hunter, Hunter's going to get a new laptop out of the deal. <laughs> right? Because his old one is still missing. <laughs> yeah, it's just more... More government overreach, and um, it's his, he's a dictator. I mean, yeah. that's really what it boils down to, is he's forcing American companies to, um, he, he's controlling the narrative. He won't let America produce, um, well, not produce, to use coal and oil and stuff like yeah. that, natural resources that we have. Um, we're not allowed to mine that stuff or drill for it or any of that stuff. But he's going to force people through the you know Defense Production Act to create solar panels and yep. wind turbines and all of this crap. Yep. And so it's a problem that they're causing. And it shouldn't be allowed. It no. really shouldn't be allowed. None of this it's, should be allowed. We're going to tell you what you can produce, what you can use, and how you can live your life. And it's just too bad if you don't like it. That's yeah, what dictators do. Yeah, we created an emergency. We created an emergency, and we have the right to do this now. It's like, get out of here. You know what? Get out. We don't consent. I don't consent. I don't consent to it. You're not my supervisor, Biden. <laughs> Midterm elections. Is- yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Midterm elections might get canceled if they can push the monkeypox panic hard enough. So what? this is a- This was interesting because this is coming from former BlackRock executive Edward Dowd. Thinks that the coming midterm elections in November may get canceled. He says, quote, I talked to a lot of different people and the people who are awake and know what's going on. And I'm starting to think there will be no elections in the fall. They will lock us down under the cover of the monkeypox virus. And at the very least, if we do have elections, it will be mail-in ballots for those who won't be able to go to the ballots in person or to the ballot boxes in person. That's my thesis, and that's what I think is coming, Dowd told InfoWars founder and host Alex Jones during a recent interview. Dowd also told Jones that the Wuhan coronavirus is being used as a cover for the global collapse, which we all knew. 
Um, and he goes on and he talks about it, but he said the former BlackRock equity portfolio manager said what really set off his alarm bells was when Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis President James Bullard talked about immunity badges and surveillance technology that could be implemented to bring the economy back online during an interview on CBS News Face the Nation. He was floating the idea and then I memory hold it because it was not popular at that time. I started talking about vaccine passports and what this COVID really was all about. And I was labeled a conspiracy theorist in 2020. And then in 2021, we saw what happened. We saw mandates, we saw vaccines, we saw a rise in excess mortality, and we saw vaccine injuries. Dowd pointed out that the global economy's system will collapse on its own because it is designed to do so. He added that it is a system that has a multi-generational link to it and that it is now at the end. The former company executive said a system of control was put in place under the guise of variants and viruses to lock people down and prevent riots, blaming the virus instead of blaming the policymakers, the politicians, and the central bankers. Okay. And it says, and we're again facing another economic collapse because we literally are at the end of the global monetary system as we know it. As you can see in the stock markets and the inflation that's raging, we're about to basically enter another collapse. And he talks about how the monkeypox engineered virus has been engineered. We've got more on that too. Yeah. But this is all designed. And what I think is happening is I think why you're not hearing a whole lot about it, mm-hmm. you're hearing just enough to keep it in people's mind. I think they want it to spread. That's and I think that when it spreads and it's out of control, and yeah. when I talk about spreading, I'm not talking about spreading to people who are, who are unvaccinated. I'm talking about the spreading to people who are vaccinated. Because I really think that's who they're targeting. Because their immune system is lower. Well, they're yeah, uh, they're more vulnerable. All of a sudden, you're going to see things just explode, and then they're going to use it, like he said, to lock down the elections in November. Oh, yeah, or they could let out another virus. But I don't understand. I don't agree with how he said it was designed to keep people from rioting while this happens. I think that they promote that behavior. Yeah, I do too. So there, I, I don't agree with everything that he says in there, but I thought it was a, a really interesting take on it. Um, coming from, you know, a former BlackRock executive, um, especially given that you see BlackRock doing what they're doing, buying everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's pretty spot on. Um, definitely going to utilize the crisis to steal the election if they can. Yeah. And I think that this next article that we have covers why they're going to try to shut down the elections. According to CNN, polling shows GOP will take huge House majority, best position in over 80 years. Yeah. CNN senior data reporter Henry Enton said Monday the lead on the lead that Republicans will win a massive majority in the U.S. US House of Representatives in the November midterm elections. Anchor Jake Tapper said, if you're a Republican running for re-election or trying to unseat a Democrat, things are looking pretty good, right? Yeah, well, good. So they, they're, you know, even CNN is coming out and calling it. And I think that this is a two-pronged approach. I think part of it is that if CNN is reporting that Republicans are going to do good, right? Yeah. What does that do to people that they're like, oh, okay, you know what? We're, our elections are still fair and honest, and we're going to have and it lets people's guards down, and they're not as aware as they would be or paying attention like they should 
because they're like, oh, well, even they CNN calling for that red wave. So it stokes complacency. Yes. 100%. Um, I think also they really, they really don't care because a vast majority of these Republicans are corrupt, crooked oh, yeah. commies anyway. So it doesn't matter. Right. In my opinion, they're going to do the bidding of Biden or whoever the commies, Nazis, yeah. whoever. They're going to do whatever they are told because the mm-hmm. system's that corrupt. So it really, in my opinion, doesn't matter. And we'll but see I do it. think it just kind of lends itself to complacency. And see, even CNN was calling for it. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. But, this this year is going to be really interesting. Yeah, that's one word for it. This is not a meme more from everybody's favorite commie news network, fake news, CNN. Oh, hold on. Sorry. Shit. Come on, producer. (laughs) Our producer needs more coffee. On messaging struggles within the White House, CNN's Isaac Dover reports, quote, Being familiar never makes the feeling less dreadful. White House aides emailing each other during one of President Joe Biden's stops on the road, tracking who's covering what he's saying and which TV channels are taking the speech live and realizing a number of times that the answer was none. You are thinking, said one person familiar, why are we doing this? On messaging struggles with... Dude, so they're... They're hauling Biden around. They're doing these appearances, public appearances, only to realize they're not airing it. And they're you, all. You want to know what's funny? You know what I think of immediately when I think of this? Weekend at Bernie's. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Why they just haul the dead body around? And it's like, why? Um, why are we doing this? Are they waking up? They're like. They better wake the. Hell I up. think that there is. I I think that there is a mass amount of contention um, among the White House staff. I don't think mm-hmm. you hear a lot about it every once in a while. A story will leak out and stuff. But I think yeah, they, I mean, they had the what they call it the the blackening or the Blexit. 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 Yeah. The blackening. Blexit. Yeah. We're all. Uh, yeah. A lot of black Make people in the White Mexican House. Joke. <laughs> we're gonna we're inclusive we're gonna make fun of everybody equally yeah we joke about we joke about everybody nobody's sacred or safe here including ourselves um, right i'll make fun of myself all day long i don't care i'm your atypical white girl i mean what do you expect <laughs> um but you know it's funny that you don't hear a whole lot about what's going on in the White House, right? And I have a feeling the staff, Joe Biden is unhinged and he's unstable. Everybody knows it. And they're like, why are we doing this? You know, they can't help but wonder that. Um, I don't think that there's the staff is informed of what's really going on. Like these are just pawns in a game. And they're sitting there going, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Because they're not informed. They can't even pretend. The they can't even yeah, pretend can. to do their jobs because they're out of the loop. And yeah. Biden's probably out of the loop too. They're like, I don't know. Send him over there. Turn the cameras on. Tell him he's well, on TV. 
even the press secretary, I don't think she knows what to do with this either. Dude. And not to mention the fact that she's dumber than a box of rocks, but I don't think she knows what to do because she's being told one thing. Biden says another. He's She's being asked about what Biden says. She's got her little list of these are acceptable answers. And she's like, I think I kind of feel bad for her in a way because there's no possible way that she can do her job. No, she's going to be gone. But, you know what I think? Yeah. I think that the government's broken and oh, yeah. everybody's operating kind of in their own. Yeah, everyone's operating independently of each other and there's conflict internally. And you have Pelosi and her, cro- her crooked partners doing their thing. You have. It's- like think, the gears are still spinning, but they're not spinning together. Yeah, I think you have different factions in our government. They're trying to pull all the strings, and they have influence over each other, and that's why we see this disconnect to where they can't even pretend to be functioning properly. Maybe, I don't know, just a theory. No, I think it is. I think that's exactly what it is. And, you know, it makes me wonder how they're even holding all of this together and how it doesn't collapse um, you know, you've got the press secretary coming out and saying, you should be thankful, you ungrateful Americans, because they're paying $8 a gallon in the UK. And I'm thinking to myself, they don't measure gasoline gallons over there. <laughs> I think they maybe convert it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, you know, at least throw the right numbers and figures and stuff out there. Well, well, if they said they're paying, you know, I understand why they'd convert it because it's. We wouldn't get it. We'd be like, what? They're like, they're paying, you know, $12 a liter or whatever. It's like, okay. It's just silly. It makes her sound ignorant. Eh. I guess, In yeah. my opinion. The best way might be to say both. I, If it was me, I would be like, you know, in, in the UK, they're paying $12 a liter, which equates out to yeah. $8 a gallon. Like, I don't think it's That's that better. difficult to do that. That's better. And you don't sound like a retard. Oh, I need more of that. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh, I'm e- you're echoing now. Oh, good. I love hearing your voice just twice. You. <laughs> so this is a, a new kind of rationing. Amazon to launch invite-only ordering for high-demand products, meaning you now have to qualify just to buy. So um, right now, it's only rolling out with products like the PlayStation 5 and Xbox series and gaming consoles and stuff like that. But this is um, technocracy is what it is. They know that shortages are coming in huge amounts. They're setting up, they're putting in place a system where they can roll out social credit scores, and account for the shortages that they have that they know are coming um so when things when you see things collapse and things get really bad and you're shopping everywhere you can to find that toilet paper and amazon is like oh we got all of we got a bunch of toilet paper because who are going to get who's going to get the biggest supply of this stuff your big retailers amazon walmart you know so on and so forth um and they're going to be like, oh, and I guarantee you Walmart's going to end up doing something very similar. You'll probably see it here in the next couple months or it'll happen at the same time that supply chain shortages really start showing. 
and they're going to be like well you have to have an invite only or you have to qualify for this purchase and you know they're going to monitor your social media accounts and your email and all of these things and they're going to be like oh we can't send this to you right now yeah you don't qualify it's more of this global fascist technocracy that you know is coming and these companies these woke companies like amazon and walmart they're all part of it and you know what do you do cancel your amazon subscriptions stop watching their shitty shows and it sucks because like i'm in a position where if i don't shop at amazon or walmart i don't i don't buy things (laughs) so because i live in the middle of nowhere yeah they really make it difficult but I think it would happen quick. If everybody acted at once and just did that, they would be fucked. So yeah, the problem is people don't because they're like, well, it's not that bad. I, I like Amazon. It's convenient. And so people like me are the problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most people probably, well, not most, but a lot of people are like that. Like my brother is that same way. I was talking to him the other day on the phone and he said, Oh yeah, it's, something about disney plus and i was like fuck disney those damn commies and he's like yeah i know disney commies but you know i have kids and the shows and the this and then, you know what's well, the big deal yeah what's the big deal uh, i'm just like yeah whatever you know, i know that's the difference between me mm-hmm. and you but it's different i don't have kids i don't have this and that i just i went balls to the wall and i don't buy shit so because of that so you're right andrea (laughs) i go to swap meets and stuff and then like well and you know it would be (laughs) exactly but if i had to i could totally do that um we try to get everything you know we're trying to get everything set up and put in place before all of this happens so that when i need to i can say you know what fuck you amazon i'm done screw you walmart yeah i'm not shopping anymore Um, yeah so yeah, um, I have more pictorial pictographs. <laughs> it's morning coffee picture day. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how to know what you're dealing with based on flag emojis. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 21st century vexil vexil vexilology. Ugh, I hate words. This rainbow flag here is the symbol of coerced castration of children, compelled speech, and discrimination. So when you see somebody rocking that, that is what they're talking about. It's the symbol of coerced castration of children. Uh, The Ukrainian flag is a symbol of NATO aggression, Pandora Papers, and human trafficking. So if you see somebody with that, that's what they are for. That's what they're about. Um, And the NATO flag is a symbol of virus tyranny. Corporatism and Vax Injury. Uh, if you see all three of these, that's the triple whammy of coerced castration, NATO aggression, and uh, Vax Injury, tyranny, virus tyranny. Um, so it's pretty cool. That's what they all mean. Yeah. In case anybody was unclear on that. No, I pretty much pretty had this figured out. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people that may not, maybe don't. So. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I personally prefer um, the pride flag, um, the, the red, white, and blue spangled flag, <laughs> <laughs> all year round. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, onward here. Yeah. Legal experts hmm. warn of two-tier justice system after yeah. Navarro arrest. Well, this yeah. Is our, this is our second story in the No Shit Sherlock uh, segment. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. Um, I think I posted an article <laughs> the other day. I was like, it's the just us system. Oh, yeah. You know, so a number of legal experts have weighed in and suggested that the indictment of Peter Navarro raises significant constitutional concerns and may show that there is a two tier justice system. No kidding. It does so. So he was indicted last week on charges of contempt after he defied a subpoena from the House Committee investigation investigating the January 6th sham. Um, he was asked to provide a deposition. He didn't do that. They arrested him. They've indicted him. And um, so, yeah, but, you know, Sussman goes free for lying to the FBI. Right. Yeah. Rules for you yeah. and not for me. So, if you know, this is nothing more than um, politics. You're, you're this is what dictators do they arrest the opposition yeah look at and, and that's exactly what's happening Zelensky did this where he arrested all of his opposition and jailed them this is what they're trying to do with um trump and all of his followers yep and you know and anybody that was in his administration or had anything to do with him or anything like that i mean they're just oh. um definitely but Christopher Schaefer says, how do you enter evidence? You know, I don't know if there's a larger strategy behind this, but we'll see. It's possible. I don't yeah. know a whole lot about Peter Navarro, um, other than that he was, I think, an advisor to Trump, if I remember correctly. But, um, you know, it's just more political theater, in my opinion. Definitely. Now it's possible that they spin it and they use this to um, bring out more information, right? But, you know, That'd I think cool. we'll tell on that one. That would be cool. I don't really have an opinion on that. Democrat deep state collusion. Crooked Hillary's former attorney, Michael Sussman, had a key card to get into the FBI headquarters. What, 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 what? Oh, yeah, they had an office. Um, that those that attorney that attorney's office had an office in the FBI, like an actual working office in the FBI. Collusion, much? Right. What the fuck? They'll just give that FBI card to any crook, huh? I know. You get an FBI entry card. You get an FBI entry card. I'm like, where's mine? Let me in. Too honest. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, what's funny because when I was young, I was probably, I don't know, maybe 21 or 22. And I was trying to figure out what to do with the rest of my life. And I was like, um, law enforcement was very fascinating to me. Uh-huh. So I started going back to school to study criminal justice and was looking at getting into law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked at what it took to get into the FBI. Oh. I didn't qualify. So. But yeah, I did. I was like, this would be really cool. You know, I would, um, cause I was interested in my interest was more scientific. I guess, as far as, um, and I, I'm more of a science nerd. So I was kind of hoping to be in a lab doing like forensic type stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah, I looked at what it would take. Now I'm really glad <laughs> that I didn't join the FBI and didn't take that route for my life. Cause yeah. Yeah. Knowing I wanted, what I know now. I almost became a police officer too. Yeah. I really did. And I um, realized that all the officers that I knew, because I actually got through uh, preliminary training to become a 
police cadet. And so I knew detectives, I knew all the officers, and I could just tell that shit was not right. Yeah. And was just like, yeah, this is uh, corrupt. Well, and it, it, it's, it is, it's exactly. It. We have a friend of ours that um, used to be a police officer. And he said the same thing. He's like, I just couldn't do it anymore. He's like, there was so much corruption and politics involved. He's like, it just made me sick. Yeah. Someone's like, know, well, it was, you could just go in there and, you know, change it from within. It's like, no, they're going to yeah. kick your ass out. So far. They're going to make your life miserable. Yeah. Hell you no. quit. Yep. Yep. So couldn't do you it. Know, that's just kinda... It takes a special kind of person to be able to do that. So I uh, thank you to any officers that get by. Yeah. Hang in there. Right. Norwegian <laughs> feminist faces three years in prison for saying biological men can't be lesbians. <gasps> what? Norwegian feminist faces three years in prison for saying biological men can't be lesbians. What the fuck? My husband, I've had my husband tell me that he's a lesbian. (laughs) He's like, I like women. (laughs) I play it'll be a lesbian. So this is what free. Okay. So this is what the disinformation governance board that they wanted to create here in the United States. This is what happens when you have one of those. She is facing three years in jail for comments that she made online saying that this particular person who is a man that identifies as a lesbian can't be a lesbian because he's a man. She's facing three years in jail for saying that. They're putting it under hate speech and targeted harassment and she's looking at jail time. This is why the First Amendment is so important. This is what they're trying to take away from us. And if they succeed at doing it, this is the stuff that we face, which is why I put this in here. Is um, So she's, it says, Norway's hate crime laws were made more draconian last year to make criticizing gender ideology a crime. So once they criticizing. have Criticizing. Criticism is a crime now. Criti- Yes. Well, that's fucking retarded. Right? So this is what happens when you have these these disinformation or misinformation governance boards. Don't create Is they put them in place, and then all of a sudden, they start making rules. Kind of like, oh, look, when they started making gun laws, okay? You have to be this. You have to be 18 to buy a, a, you know, a hand, or you have to be 21 to buy a handgun, or you got to do this. Or they got rules in place. Then all of a sudden, they just keep stacking them on. Right. That's what we're seeing now with the Second Amendment. Um, The same thing is happening in Norway with what would be our First Amendment. Right. They created this and then they just keep stacking it on. So anytime they want to add to it, well, that's a hate speech or that's a hate speech or you can't think that. Or you're tweeting stuff that leads us to believe that you think this way. So now we're going to arrest you for that. You know what? I honestly don't care. Uh, no, I whole, don't either. The whole lesbian, male, female. I'm a oh, lesbian. I think I can care less cat. about that. I'm a cat. You're a cat. Everyone's a cat. Cat. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> um, the fact that this is fucking bizarro world. What the fuck? I I, I didn't put Who the cares? article in there because I could care less about the whole men are lesbians and they gay. care. They care I, so much. They do. That I they're don't, taking I, it to this level. Yes. 
They want to do the same thing here in the U.S. And this is the reason why I, I put First this article in here. This is the only. It is. If we allow them to keep violating our rights like they are, because they don't, let's face it. I think everybody could admit at this point that they don't give a shit about our constitution. They're not even trying to follow our constitution. They have no interest in it. And they're openly disregarding it. Right. And they're, they don't care. Like they're like to them, it pretty much doesn't exist. They're like, you know what? We're done with the, we're done with the constitution. We're no longer doing that. So we're just going to move on. Get away with the crimes as long as you can. And so unless we start standing up for that constitution, this is the shit that's going to happen. Yep. And don't think it can't come here because look at what they're doing to gun laws. Look it's at what here. they're doing to the January 6th political prisoners this is all who happening. had their rights stomped all over. It's yeah. here. It is. And that's why we titled this show The Precipice. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Over on the world front, we have the UK joining the US and sending longer range rockets to Ukraine. Despite Putin's warnings, the UK will send a handful of tracked M270 multiple launch rocket systems, which can hit targets up to 50 miles away in the hope that they can disrupt the concentrated Russian artillery that has been pounding cities in eastern Ukraine. Not good. More escalation. This is just that. More escalation. They're going to push it into some kind of conflict that is worldwide. Yes. Just because we haven't seen it yet, it's going to get there. And then just more of it. You got Ukrainian troops post videos to social media complaining about betrayals by senior commanders as some refuse to fight. So the propaganda machine would have everybody believe that Ukraine is winning this war and Russia is failing. And that's just simply not the case. Um, They've got a list of units below. There's like 13 different units. Anything from the 13th Battalion of 58th Motorized Infantry, 115th Brigade, um, the 71st Jager Infantry Brigade, so on and so forth, of these troops. And they're like, we're not fighting because we don't have the equipment and the resources that we need to do this. And it's you're consigning us to certain death, mm-hmm. which is why um, Russia now holds a fairly decent portion of the Donbass region. And so, because these soldiers, I just simply don't think they're fighting back. I think as the Russians come in, they're just like, go ahead, (laughs) you know, because they can't. They know they're going to get slaughtered because, and the thing about it is, is that the weapons and the money that the U.S. and U.K. and all of those are sending over there obviously aren't making it there. No, they're making it. Because if they were, these people would have the weapons and the resources they need yeah all that stuff is appearing on the dark web yep yeah and it's um you know it's one of those things where it's going to be in the hands of terrorists is what it's going to be in Mm -hmm. and the mainstream media would have you believe that all of these weapons are actually making it to ukraine whether you think ukraine is right wrong or indifferent i at this point to me, it really doesn't matter. The fact is, is that we're sending weapons overseas that aren't getting to where they're supposed to be going. And they keep sending more like they are. It's a scam. Total money money laundering scam. And 
the disinformation about around what's happening is crazy. I think there is some of this. I think there is some truth to this uh, report. Yeah. Can you imagine living under this kind of dictatorship? This is Canada. Our Canadian friends can. <laughs> Government of Canada. To any persons under quarantine or isolation at this location, you missed a visit from a screening officer. What will happen now? Your name will be referred to law enforcement. For follow-up, a law enforcement officer may visit your quarantine location. If you are not complying with all quarantine requirements, you may be subject to enforcement. A fine up to a million dollars, imprisonment of up to three years or both, six months in prison, and or fines up to 750000 admission into a federal quarantine facility, a ticket up to 5000 Reminder, after entering Canada, you must quarantine or isolate for 14 days. You must remain in your place of quarantine. You cannot go to the grocery store or any other public places. You cannot visit other people or have visitors in your place of quarantine. You must complete and submit your self-administered COVID-19 molecular tests. Fuck you. No way, Jose. Yep. Uh-uh. My heart absolutely breaks. Find me a million. For all of our Canadian brothers and sisters it just absolute nobody deserves to live like this and you know i would say that at this point in time in my opinion canada is probably the worst country out there for this draconian lockdown short of china yeah right um it's like china first canada second and then everything else like i have I would have never in my life ever imagined this kind of tyranny coming out of Canada ever. Cause you know, always before Canadians are so nice and they're so polite and they just, you know, you don't really hear a whole lot about things in Canada. Like things are pretty just okay. Like yeah. there's not a whole lot of turmoil and stuff. And now well, what happens, you can push a nice person to, to the edge. I think Canadians are fed up with this bullshit. I sure hope so. You know, me, Brenda says, and then Australia. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. I I think Australia and Canada are kind of right there hand in hand. And, and the, it's funny the because... The United States isn't far behind. Right? I think, you know, and here's the funny part, is that when, when it comes to Australia, because they're still under control of the British crown and all that, I'm not 100% sure how that works, because I might have fallen asleep in social mm -hmm. studies class when I was learning about that. <laughs> but... Um, they're worse than I think the UK even. Like I think that yeah. the Australia well, is bad. in a far worse position than you know what they're experiencing in the UK. So I think I would agree with that as far as the COVID. Which kind of makes goes. sense with Australia and Canada kind of going hand in hand with the tyranny because um, Canada is still actually part of the British crown as well. I mean, they're their own sovereign country, but they're still under British rule. It's, it's kind of weird. I don't yeah. know. How. Yeah, you're right. So we have, we have more Canada. Oh, Canada. We feel bad for Canadians. Yeah. Justin Trudeau said that we must continue punishing airline employees with mandates and we must continue to force incoming travelers to deal with unscientific time consuming customs procedures. Actually, he didn't literally say that. That's just a joke, but basically is what it says. Yeah. So here's the Canadian airports council information. Canada's airport call for the removal of vaccine requirements for air passengers and aviation employees. Um, they are, they removed their vaccine restrictions. So there's now a different standard for aviation employees and transportation. 
Um, in order to support this industry's economic recovery and complete and compete globally, Canada must align with the international community and join a list of other of a list of over fifty countries that have already removed vaccine mandates and COVID protocols for travel. Yeah, Canada's not gonna do that. Not unless everybody collectively stands up together and says, fuck you. The problem is is that not everybody is going to do that. Yeah. You know. Or law enforcement just refuses to enforce the unconstitutional enforce or illegal things. Yeah. Uh yeah, that would be nice. Yep. So back in getting into health news and we're almost done. Hey, we are not gonna go over it by a ton today. Uh vaccines need new warning. Sarcoma cancer tumor may develop at vaccine injection site. Wow. It's really scary. Um, have you ever read the vaccine insert that offers warnings about side effects, adverse events, allergic reactions? Yeah, you're supposed to. Most people don't. Um, it mean, says before warn. Go ahead. The ones they didn't include with the shots. Right. The ones that were all <laughs> blank when they you know, put them out there. Here, read this. They're like, it's blank piece paper. They're like, okay, good. You're done. <laughs> Before warned, persistent scab at vaccine injection site can become cancerous in just weeks or months. Oh, that's From, not normal. No, that's not normal at all. So, and it talks, it says from HPV to hepatitis B and from polio injections to tetanus shots, Ew. doctors have recorded and documented sarcoma cancer tumors developing at the site of injection, and the cancer does not take very long to start rearing its ugly head. Normal cell growth gets interrupted by deadly toxins used to manufacture vaccines, including genetically modified viruses, altered bacteria, and several adjuvants, toxic carriers, and emulsifiers used to foster and stimulate immune reactions. These cancerous lesions have roots that grow deep over time, making them tougher for surgeons to remove safely. Oh, you know what's an easy solution to this? Don't get the jab. Don't get the damn experimental mRNA vaccines in quotes hand quotes uh, yeah so this does say it says that these sarcoma cancerous tumors occur in connective tissues usually muscles and can metastasize over time called fibrosar- fibrosarcomas mm-hmm. they begin at the site of the vaccine injection as the body tries to encapsulate the toxic contents of the vaccine by surrounding them with calcium in an attempt to prevent further damage that would occur from the toxins and the cancer spreading um, so basically it's your body trying to heal itself and failing. So vaccine injection site cancer is common with judivant concocted vaccines in North America and Great Britain. So this is a problem. Wow. Um, and it's just one more, one more thing on the list of things. Yeah. They're killing, they're killing our neighbors, our fathers, our mothers, our sisters, our brothers and our, our children. children. Fuckers. Yeah disgusting dude i will never get another shot for anything i don't care what it is yeah. if i get tetanus and my body can't heal from it i'd rather die of tetanus i mean i kind of feel that way too about most of these things yeah. um it's like oh well uh, i'll just die <laughs> free and <laughs> right whatever. i'd rather die of whatever it is that i got that's killing me than something else like this yeah meanwhile Scientists make a shocking monkeypox discovery. 
there are way more mutations than expected. Dun dun dun, Andrea, what the hell? They found 40 different mutations. It says, most notably, there are a whole lot of mutations that appear across the new sequences. The genomes from the current outbreak share 40-some mutations with each other that distinguish them from their closest relatives, which were around 2008, from around 2018. The exact number of mutations varies depending on how certain changes are counted. Based on normal evolutionary timelines, scientists would expect a virus like monkeypox to pick up that many mutations over perhaps 50 years, not four this is a genetically modified virus. 100%. And so, you know, what's, you know what's really interesting? Actually, it sounds like it's it's 40-plus genetically modified viruses. Yes, Holy it is. shit. So you know what I find really interesting? Do you know what they're pushing? Is what they're pushing for is for people to wear masks now. I know. I saw that. They're pushing and for, people are that. like, why are we doing this? Monkeypox isn't spread through airborne means. It's... A contact. Yeah, skin right and by. mouth. But, but if they've modified it, have they modified it to be airborne? Is that why they're pushing masks again? Or are they just pushing it because people are that literally that stupid and they think that something like this is airborne? I mean, I don't know. Imagine. But it definitely not, makes you If it wonder. was airborne, maybe they have an airborne one coming out, but if it was airborne, we'd see it a lot more, I'd feel, right? I think. There are now 21 cases in the U.S. So now go back to that article regarding elections and pushing yeah. the monkeypox. Yeah, yeah. I think that what they're doing is, and this is why I said before, that I don't think you're hearing a whole lot about just enough to keep it in people's attention. Yeah. But at some point, they're going to ramp it up because, but they've got to wait until enough cases are spread Yeah, to vaccinated individuals whose immune systems are lower and are more susceptible to this and probably have monkeypox virus in them, right? Um, I think a lot of these mutations that people are seeing um, are possibly coming from the vaccines. Yes. I think they were injecting people with this stuff. I think there's a lot of different viruses mm -hmm. in these vaccines that they're injecting, and that's where a lot of these variants are coming from. There's patents that support that's, that theory. Yeah. And so I think they're waiting for all of these people to start coming down with it, and then they're going to lock everything down and be like, oh, my God, we had another pandemic on our hands. We can't vote. And they're going to try to sh and that's why you've got news outlets saying they're going to use this to shut down elections. And they're going to have more yeah. mandatory vaccines. And it's going to crash the freaking economy again when they say mandatory isolation. So, in my opinion, I think that this firestorm event that we're in, like, I think the peak of this is before November. Maybe. Yeah. I think we've got it. this summer to just suffer and be miserable, right? Because that's what they want. Except we're not all going to be. And I have some thoughts on that. I will. I'm going to be that, that big asshole. I'm going to be a jerk. Um, you know, and so you're going to start seeing more more supply chain disruption. You're going to start yeah. seeing more of these firestorm events, riots and chaos Shortages. and flag events and um, skyrocketing inflation and every miserable thing you can think of. But I'm going to say this. This is what I told my kid the other day for something completely unrelated to this, but I think it, it's relevant. 
energy goes where intention flows. So even though all of these terrible things are happening, what we need to do is we need to focus on the good. We need to focus on what are we going to do to survive? What are we going to do to take care of ourselves and our family? You know, how are we going to focus on rebuilding post all of this? Because I honestly believe, and Josh said this last night, and I agree with him, we're going to make it through all of this. It's going to be a hell of a rough ride, but we're going to be, we're going to get through and our hair is going to be sticking up and, you know, we're going to be probably a hell of a lot skinnier. I know I can sure stand to lose some weight, right? Like I'm not in any danger of starving to death. Um, and we're going to get through this and we're going to rebuild and we're going to have grown immensely emotionally mentally physically you know the benefits from this if you want to take a look at the positive side of things i think far outweighs the negative yeah i think so, we are after this once we all survive we're going to be incapable of feeling any type of pain or worry because nothing was going to top this but it's just like anything that happens in your life people i mean when when negative things happen to you you don't spend your whole life going oh my god what about how i mean some people do right we call them victims but you take a look at it and you're like you know what thank god i made it through that i can make it through anything bring on the next disaster you know and we have to be smart though and stay out of the drama stay out of the violence if there is any brought to your areas and be smart exactly it's one thing to be aware of what they're planning and what they're doing and what they want. But that doesn't mean that I don't consent to any of this. And you know what? I've set myself up and I'm in a position to not let a lot of this stuff affect my life. And that's part of the reason why I do this is so that I can bring awareness to all of this and help you guys get to a point where you're like, you know what? This doesn't have to affect me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it looks like we have a few donations if you want to cover that and then we will uh, start to wrap this up yeah definitely we got me Brenda donated three ice creams Black Jester 101 donated one ice cream Yay donated an ice cream so we appreciate all of you guys a lot of ice cream this morning thank you everybody I like ice cream <laughs> it's almost summertime so it's time oh, for ice cream boy. But, uh, yeah, we, you know, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, one, we have to have an audience who's willing to listen to us, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> without that, there's no point. I know, right? <laughs> like talking to myself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, thank but, you, everybody. And Andrea, great monologue there. I totally agree with you. Um, so, yeah. So let's let your intentions this. flow in a positive direction. Create positive results in your life, you know? Focus on your immediate surroundings, too. And don't worry about shit you can't control because you can't control it. And you know what? Any of us that have kids, how many times have we told our kids this? Don't worry about the little stuff. Don't stress it. Move on. Well, you know, same thing for us. We need (laughs) to take our own advice. Me, Brenda, sending a lot of love, said, you guys are true diamonds Uh, and donated a diamond. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. We appreciate that. You're a diamond. You also. Are. And Thank we appreciate you. you. <laughs> um, so with that, I'm, I'm done you. ranting. 
yeah thank you grand Revolt. she says we're the best and thank you everybody else for uh joining us in this conversation over there on d live and everywhere else clout hub pilled uh rumble thank you for gently hitting that plus sign uh, we appreciate that and uh remember you could leave comments down there on rumble below the video and we will check those out and get back to you if needed uh we'd love feedback we'd love your thoughts so definitely go there do that uh makes our day a little bit better you guys could find us if you want more from me and andrea you want to share information with us or get in touch with us we are at socialredpill.com that's www.socialredpill.com. You can join for free, or you can join with a monthly subscription and get the benefits there. Check it out at www.socialredpill.com. Joshua Reed's also there, by the way. So, you know, yes. you know not bragging or anything, but uh, <laughs> you can also send him a message there. Contact him um, and see what he's sharing. Um, also, yeah, our Give, Send, Go, if you want to donate directly, once again, supporting decentralized media and news and entertainment and everything at the Red Pill Project, you could find that at redpills.tv slash go. That's redpills.tv slash go. That is our Give, Send, Go. Go there, pray for us, share it, or donate. We appreciate all of it, you guys. Like Andrea said, without you, there's no us. We would just be spinning our wheels here and uh talking to each other so thank you all for joining <laughs> hope you enjoyed the cover coverage that we brought today we're gonna be back before you know it uh but not before josh comes on tonight with the daily dose and it's tuesday which means after chat after chat tonight after the daily dose on socialredpill.com <clears throat> where we get together with josh we have a q and a andrea and i jump in uh when we can and usually most of the time we're there and we all get together with the red pill family and we share ideas we ask questions we do all of this kind of thing in a private meeting so join us then tonight you could learn more during uh, excuse me during the daily dose at 5 30 p.m pacific 8 30 p.m eastern tonight with joshua reed uh i think that's pretty much all we got andrea what what do you say what say you I think that's all I can think of. So we've got, um, yeah, just a regular old week. So regular we'll be back here week. tomorrow morning with another fun edition of Morning Coffee. Yeah, and hey, you guys, if you find, you know, we don't just make jokes on Friday. If you find some funnies, <laughs> if you find some funnies, tag us in them, and maybe we'll share them on Friday, um, and it will lighten up our week too. So there's that. Uh, if you find them, you could tag us on Twitter. You could tag us on the app. Or you can figure out another creative way uh, to do it. Uh, we're on Twitter. I'm at Vince Taglavia. She is at Acreft. Um, we're also on the app. And we're on Truth Social as well. So you could tag us and share things. And we could uh, share them here. Share it on Friday. Else. Yeah. yeah, so have a great day, everybody. Take care. We'll see you again shortly. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, have a great day. Bye, guys.